Today we're going to discuss some Disney news and we're going to do a little restaurant mini bracket. This is Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome everybody to episode number 370 of Traveling with the Mouse. My name is Adam and I am joined today of course by the one and only... John. It is I, Heinz Doofenshmirtz, and I have now created the podcast Anator. Uh, not clicking? I was just talking about Phineas and Ferb. Oh, of course, Phineas and Ferb. Right, right, right. Jeez. Well, you were just talking to me pre-show about how much you're watching it these days. I should have picked up on that. Yeah, I'm going to say, I don't know how good that impression came across <laughs> with my voice being like it is, but it's usually yes. pretty good. I actually do a pretty good one most of the time. You are recovering from the COVID, as they say. Yes. This past Sunday, mm-hmm. they had the symptoms, the chills, the fever, the pretty much in bed all day. And of course, took a test and it was positive. Yeah. It is what it is. I've, it's the second time I've had it. It's the first time I've had those symptoms, but I mean, there's always, you know, you never know. It's a, Apparently, this is a variant, a different variant. Who knows what the variant is at this point? It could be Zeta, for all I know. Right. I have actually never tested positive, believe it or not. I'm pretty sure I've had COVID at least twice as well. <laughs> but You're pretty sure, just because you were sick? I've never tested positive, yeah. Well, the last time my wife was, she tested positive, but nobody else did. But I had worse symptoms than she did. But I never tested positive, so. That's weird. Did you weird. go get officially tested? Yeah. I got like three different tests and I went, you know, and got tested, you know, at a doctor's office. Still hmm. still negative. Maybe it has so, something to do with you being left-handed. We'll just go with that. <laughs> right. I'm just an odd, like, small percentage of the population that will never test positive <laughs> for COVID, I guess. I don't know. Well, uh, we can take our household that I got sick first and, well, my wife has followed suit and Maddie apparently has followed suit to some degree. She ran a fever at least anyway. She doesn't, you know, kids, kids don't really have severe symptoms. They don't, they barely have any symptoms at all. Most of the time, the fever was about the only one we knew and the fact that she was not acting the same, but the littlest one apparently is immune. So, right. Most kids don't. Yeah. I think, yeah, this last time, neither one of my kids tested positive either or had any symptoms yeah and uh of course i never did either but i had symptoms so well you know back two Go years figure. ago it was they had no such thing as vaccines or any of this other stuff um yeah and uh so we just always treated our kids as though they had it <laughs> because it was like they were in the same household with us we're like yeah they right. probably got it yeah so especially as contagious you know highly contagious as everybody was making it out to be i mean well i don't mean to say making it out to be like it's not it obviously is but what I mean is the level to which they are, you're like, how could they not? That's what we were thinking. <laughs> so, although apparently it can happen to be in the same household and not have it. I mean, it sounds like you're living proof. So, man, yeah, it seems that way. I don't know. Seems how. Even way. with these super contagious variants, I don't know. Maybe Go you figure. psyched yourself into being as sick as your wife or sicker than your wife just by sympathy pains. Yeah. That way. <laughs> Something sympathy like that. COVID. Yeah. Sympathy could COVID. Could be. Anyway. Well, speaking of COVID, no. Well, actually, there is a COVID story. Cruise Line is reducing the vaccine requirements for children starting September 2nd. So kids no longer have to, or it's a different age? Kids five and older, it required them to be fully vaccinated. But starting September 2nd, 
the Disney Cruise Line will require guests 12 and older to be fully vaccinated. But guests 11 and younger, it is now highly recommended, but it is not required. That's an okay. So as time goes on, it'll eventually get more lax and lax. Just kind of like the parks now. Because, say, for instance, because it's no longer, let's just be honest, it's no longer about cases because there's plenty of cases. And yeah. yet they still don't have a mask requirement in the park or anything like that. So yeah. it's not about cases anymore. So I just feel like all this stuff is going to be more... Because it's, it's the CDC has pretty much out and come out and said it. It's a part of our life now. Right. <laughs> yeah, at much. this point... Just like the flu just, or anything else. Yeah, learn to live with it. You know, probably get a flu vaccine and another COVID booster once a year, probably for yeah. forever at this point. Yeah, Something like that. It's just going to be... It's, it's going to be a part of everyday life. Or, you know. Right. Yeah, there was some sad news I saw. The voice actor for Sunny Eclipse died. Who? Cal David passed away at age 79. Wow. Let's see. How long has Sunny been around? Gosh. I feel like it's been since they changed. I feel like it's been since they changed to New Tomorrowland. So, yeah, it might have been around that time. Yeah, I'm guessing the 94 time frame. Yep, it says that's what it says. Typically, a blues guitarist and vocalist voiced the audio animatronic character when the restaurant opened in 1994. Sonny became a fan favorite. Oh, it says prior to his turn as Sonny, David performed the Unhealthy Living Blues as part of Goofy About Health at Wonder of Life. Yeah, I remember that. So Goofy that About song. Health. Hmm. So he has some more Disney connection, but the only one that's currently still around is Sonny Eclipse. So there you have it. Sad news there. For a minute there, I was thinking you were going to say he had took part in Food Rocks or something, the way you were going with the with the health thing there. Yeah. What was the name of that group? The one that sung, We Love Junk. Right. <laughs> the only original song yeah. in the whole show. Apparently he did not do that, but well, he was part of Goofy About Health. I say original song in the sense that it wasn't a direct parody of another song, <laughs> of a real song, All right, more or less. Here's some rapid-fire news, because there's a lot of very short things that aren't that interesting but here we sure. go monorail lime has returned to service oh yes the last so that's the last one. one right yeah yes the last one of these i would call them micro refurbishments <laughs> they've added yeah. the color delta to all of them now to all the monorail stripes yet they seem to not still do much work on the speaker system the last time I no. checked. Yes, some of them are still horrendous speaker system. And the air conditioning in some of them is pretty rough. But the interior, really, it's just the old school 90s or 80s, really, carpeting <laughs> behind the seats, right, is really what they changed. I don't think it's the 80s one because the 80s look didn't even have much carpet in there at all. The 80s mm-hmm. look for the monorail. I mean, these rolled out starting in 89, right? I mean, maybe they changed them since then, but they're pretty old looking. Oh, I thought they, I thought it was 92. It was 89? Okay. 89 through 92, I think. Oh, okay. It started in 89. That's I was going to say, because we have definitely, definitely have footage from 89 of the old, you know, monorail. Yeah. There was only one or two trains probably by 89, and then it... That was newer. Yeah. Finished. I was going to say, because I remember seeing the, in the video, it was definitely the one that had the manually closing doors. Like, they had to go behind and shut each one. <laughs> right. So, anyway, that was not as rapid as I was hoping. <laughs> but <laughs> here's another one. Main Street paving uh, refurbishment. So, the Main Street, they're doing some new pavement work hmm. at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I, okay. That one can be rapid. 
I don't have much to say about that. <laughs> I mean, is this like something softer on your feet? I don't know. Not likely. Why would they need to do that in room? Halloween decorations are up, of course, since we've last talked the Halloween part, like the last, I think the Halloween parties had been starting, but we haven't talked about it yet. I think the first one was like the night we recorded last time. I think time. it may have been, yeah. Yeah. First one had a lot of rain, from what I understand. Yeah. So a lot of the stage shows, I think they only got one of them in. The parade started late. Fireworks were delayed, I think. A lot of things. Yeah, stuff like that. But, I mean, as far as it goes, it's basically back to what it was pre-COVID, like the Halloween party seems to be. I don't know of anything else that's missing at this point. Yes, I saw something that said, like, you know, the Mickey pumpkin on the lanterns in Main Street. Mm-hmm. Like, they were back, because I don't think they had been back since prior to COVID, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You didn't notice, right? <laughs> I guess not. Well, I mean, that's kind of the signature, I guess, of when they first started doing the fall decorations. That was one of the main things you noticed was the, the Mickey pumpkin on the Main Street lights. Right. So. We still have a month of summer left, by the way, people. Almost. The yeah. same. Yeah. Over a month still, as we're recording. If we count, what is it, Labor Day usually marks the end of summer? That's the way it is in, like, Alaska. The official <laughs> end of summer is September 21st, right? September 21st. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, most places, that especially the cool, they have cooler weather typically yeah yeah. they usually like lock up shop after labor day pretty much right right sure more rapid winnie the pooh and tigger back at magic kingdom their meet and greet winnie the pooh and tigger too yeah back at their meet and greet (laughs) oh well (laughs) skyliners closing in january 2023 for some maintenance refurb whatever you want to call it yeah i wonder what that's all about because it hasn't been that long since it's been in operation so well, it makes me wonder if they're updating some, well i mean it's had its moments but i mean if there, if there's some new technology maybe that's come along that they need to update it to already perhaps it's listed as being down basically for a week january 22nd through the 29th so maybe they're anticipating that to be a lighter week like i said before is there any such thing anymore i mean yeah not anymore really I mean, as far as maybe fewer than when it's really busy, I guess that's the, what they're basing it on. Right. Yacht Club, Lighthouse Refurbishment's done. That's another yeah. rapid fire. Yeah. Yacht Club, yes, my my favorite over there in the Epcot Resorts. Yeah. It's the best of the deluxe ones over there, I think, yeah, overall. I think it's the best overall experience if you want to count room and location to the pool and location to the food. Yeah. Good, yeah. A lot of good restaurants over there. Boardwalk's okay, but it's... The rooms themselves are kind of dated, actually, now. I think that needs a overhaul. Shoot, if you get a room like we had when we did Boardwalk, you're <laughs> halfway to the Hollywood Studios, uh, which... Uh, oh, you're talking about when we stayed there? Yeah, we were yeah. way back in the... We were kind of in the middle. Well, it was on the villa side, so it was yeah. it was the pool side, I know that, and we were looking straight at the, the what used to be the clown pool, <laughs> yeah, the evil the creepy, clown pool. <laughs> creepy clown pool. Yeah, the it pool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, too far away. Pennywise pool. That yeah, Pennywise say. pool. All right, let's see. Here's another one that's not super rapid, I guess, because Magic Kingdom's been testing some fireworks late at night with a new tag that, you know, has leaked. I guess somebody from Contemporary <laughs> shot a long zoom lens or something and, and got a shot of a Walt slash Roy tag or... 
intro seems like that they're going to add. Okay. Now that the 50th anniversary is almost over, now they're going to add this? Like, took them long enough. Yeah. And just like we were talking about that rumor about uh, Enchantment having more, like, beginnings of the resort-related stuff. I was like, yeah. It's too bad you guys didn't think of this, so I don't know, about 15 months ago. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe JPEG had to see how the Q3 results were going to be before he decided to fund this uh Before extension. he decided to make a change to a show that has not been as well received. It's not as bad as people make it out to be. I think it's, like I said, most people are just, they have particularly a fondness for Happily Ever After and therefore that it influences their decision. Because it's not that much different. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, if Some of the scenes are better, especially the Frozen part. I mean... I have to say, though, and, uh, you know, I think we've already said this, but the thing I don't like about Enchantment more than anything is the fact that Magic Kingdom is the most crowded fireworks you're going to see unless you pay for a dessert party or something. Epcot is just so much easier to view even though the view may not be perfect from every spot you got it's a just, heck of a lot more space yeah they're viewing area. right tons you have a gigantic lagoon to you got find you got what spot. seven countries you can uh <laughs> yeah, choose to watch it from yeah it's just it's nicer when you can have some breathing room and the thing that always happens with enchantment and it's nothing disney can do about it is no matter where you're standing there's always going to be somebody who who sneaks in at the last second, gets right in front of you or right beside you or is moving around or someone puts their kid on their shoulders right in front of you. And it's like, it always happens. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you're standing, somebody's going to come crowding in around you and pop in at the last second and get in front of you or block your view or something. It's not as enjoyable for me. Yeah. For that reason, I'm out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I feel like I'm on Shark Tank. If you're early enough, maybe you can get a spot up at the top of the the railroad, right? That would be. Uh, you can't get up there right now, though, because they have yeah. characters up there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it used to be a, a pretty obvious thing for things like the parades, too. It used to be a pretty obvious spot to, to try and get to. Right. Like the Christmas parade. It was usually a pretty a spot where people gathered. So to wrap up the news, we do want to talk about the Magic Key drama out of Disneyland. <laughs> so they did finally announce renewals for the Magic Keys. I see right now, as we're recording this, the big thing is a lot of people are stuck in these long virtual queues and getting kicked out and not able to book anything and things like that. I've seen a lot of people post about that. Is this when they're first allowed? Uh, as if we're I do believe so. Yeah, as we're recording this, this is like the first chance or whatever. Yeah. These are renewals only, new sales for now, and the dream key is gone. No so worries. they have the Inspire, which is actually a new product, but of course it's not technically a new sale because you can renew into this product, I guess, if you already have one of the others, for fifteen ninety nine. Fifteen hundred ninety nine. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. One thousand five hundred ninety nine. Sixteen bucks. So. Yeah, the believe is ten ninety nine. Was four forty nine. Well, excuse me. Was nine forty nine. <laughs> that would have been a big difference right there if it was a four forty nine. Right. Enchant 
was six ninety nine. I mean, six ninety nine is what it is now. It was six forty nine, so it's a fifty bucks there. Not a huge jump on that one. Given that they just came out with them last year, it's still yeah. Imagine course is four forty nine and was three ninety nine, and the all passes do have blackouts or blockouts, whichever your term you choose. Right, means you can't go for certain days. Because even the Inspire, the one that costs the most. Their blackout dates are December the 21st through January the 1st. Right. So does that mean any Magic Key holder cannot go unless they buy a day ticket for that week? Are they all blocked out for that day, though, that week? Well, that's the highest level. So, yes, I would imagine the other ones are also blocked out. There is no such thing as a pass there, though, that gets a full 365 days a year that they can go. Wow. Which I think we talked about this last week about, you know, Disneyland, Disney World, very different. So we understand that they have to do some different things out there because the population is so big. Right. But here, Disney World, if they ever did this, the fact that we have to make a reservation is kind of the the annoying part, of course. But we could still go (laughs) any day of the year with the highest level. Even, you know, Christmas, as long as you can get a reservation for a park, which you can probably get Animal Kingdom. Well, if you already have a pass, that is. Who knows when they're going to sell new ones again, right? Well, that's true, yeah, as long as you're a current pass holder, yeah. But I'm assuming, you know, once the 50th is over, they'll lift this. That's my guess, but I can understand why, you know, the (laughs) Disneyland folks out there are very frustrated with this. Oh, yeah. But let me go through it. So the Inspire one, the fifteen, the sixteen hundred dollar one, because you know with tax and all, it's going to be well over sixteen hundred dollars. You get six reservations at a time. The free standard parking comes with that one. Twenty percent off merch, fifteen percent off some food and beverage. Photo pass uh, looks like is included with that, and then it says twenty percent off Genie Plus when purchased same day. Yeah. So that. A, they threw a little bit of a bone. They threw a bone. There. They threw a, a a splinter. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a chicken bone, chicken wing, like a bone splint, know. a wish, a tiny. It's bone. like it's like when you're fighting over the uh, the wishbone, but you got the other end. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, much what they threw. That's the um, that's the amount of bone they threw. I so and I did I mention this on the show? What I was what I wish they had done for the ones out here, Disney World would have been, you know, giving you. 10 days of Genie Plus included with the pass or something like that. I mean, five days, whatever. Yeah. I feel like that would have been a really good incentive or even as an add-on at a discount, you know, to add on 10 days where you don't have to, you could pre-purchase it or something, you know, or just give it to you for 10 days or something. I think that would be a huge perk. But anyway. So the Believe one, that's the, what, the 1099 one you said? You get the six reservations. You get 50% off parking, so you don't even get free parking. <laughs> you get 10% off merch, 10% off food and beverage, and you get photo pass, and you get 20% off Genie Plus when purchased same day. Yikes. And the Enchant one, which is the $700 one, you can do four park reservations. You get 25% off parking at Toy Story parking. You're very specific. <laughs> right. 10% off merch, 10% off food and beverage, and you get 20% off Genie Plus same day. So what if the day you decide to go, the Toy Story parking is full? 
you know, well, you just don't get a discount on parking at all. That's what it sounds like. I mean, why right. limit that? I mean, it's just ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah, I think the worst, and of course you get more blackout dates for these, I'm sure. I haven't looked at the calendars, but I, you know they, there are more blackout dates for these. And then the cheaper, cheapest one, the 449 one, Imagine one, is two park reservations, 20% off Toy Story, 10 merch, 10% food, 20% genie. So honestly, the only thing you get difference between Believe and, or I'm sorry, between Enchant and Imagine is two extra reservations and probably more blackout dates. Mm-hmm. But that's crazy to me. For like 200 more? What is it? Which one? No, for $250 more, all you get is two more park reservations. <laughs> Pretty much. Isn't that sad? All right. So it's almost like they're trying to get people to go for the at least the belief one. <laughs> yeah. They're probably, they're probably going to have the Enchant sold the most, though, just because of the price. If you lived out there, which one would you get? If I lived there? Mm-hmm. If I lived there, if I was close enough to go on a regular basis, I probably would go with the. I'd probably go with the lowest one, actually. (laughs) Really? I'd probably go with the Imagine, just because, like, look, if I'm out there, there's only two parks. Yeah. I don't care about blackouts because, I mean, I can. I'm just going to go whenever I can go because that's when I'm going to be able to go. You know. Yeah. I'm not likely to want to go all out and get the the top one just because. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean. Yeah. I get it's a locals park, yes. But at the same time, I live there. <laughs> I mean, how many times am I really going to want to go? I mean, if you live really close, you could just go all the time if you wanted to. I mean, that's what people love to do. Well, okay, if I were, say, a vlogger, then, yeah, I would go for the top one because that would give me the freedom to go whenever I want. Yeah. And and probably, I mean, that's, my money, that's probably going to be my moneymaker. So I'm going to go every day, right, <laughs> and do something. So that's that's different, but I mean, if I'm just like just live there, I have a normal. I mean, a normal. I would say a normal job, a different like a regular, what we call a regular job, and then I I'm gonna go whenever I get an opportunity. Then yeah, I'm gonna go with one of the lower tiers, yeah. because it's gonna be more affordable for one thing, and I'm gonna, probably gonna get more of my money's worth because of the number of times I'm gonna get to go. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah, this is quite a bit more than Disney World's highest tiered annual pass so far the highest price one we've ever seen other than that coast to coast one that they currently aren't selling either right but uh 1600 bucks and will they ever sell that one again per person yeah good point i don't know that's yeah it's it's a shame because i mean i get why they're doing it they want people to spend more money and they want less (laughs) annual pass holders because when you think about it, if you live down the street from Disneyland and you pay $1,600 a year for this, that's, you know, obviously way cheaper than if you paid by the day right? whenever well, you look, wanted to go. Here's the thing. I get that they don't make as much money off of annual pass holders as they do the average day guest. However, the annual pass should be open and they should make it available and the reason why I say that is the people who want to buy one are still going to be the ones who buy one. All you're basically saying is I want to screw the faithful out of as much money as possible because they don't currently have one. They want one. I mean, you, the whole point of an annual pass program is an appreciation because you want to go 
that often enough to have one. Well, once they got more data on the actual guests, they probably found out that most of the pass holders were probably coming in and riding a couple of rides and leaving and not spending any money because they just popped in after work and hung out for a couple of hours and left. You know, I like, find that hard to believe, though, because even when somebody who's popping in after work is going to spend a little bit of money, even if it's on food, you're already there. Maybe. But if you live close enough to walk there or take a quick Uber or something over there, you're not paying for parking. Right. You're, you know, you can hop right in, you know, back in the old system. You can just walk right in and ride pirates and then leave if you wanted to. And it didn't cost you a dime. But now they're obviously, they want you to pay to park now. They don't give you as much discounts on the food or the merch or anything. So they are trying to slowly get little bits more out of these lower tier passes so it makes sense i get why they're doing it but again it's it's more of this taking things away and not giving you anything for it you know yeah which is pretty much what we've always said we're used to (laughs) now yeah so i feel bad for the folks out there in socal for this because they used to have way more (laughs) benefits there you go really stripping them out now but anyway all right, any other quick news stories to throw in that I missed? Anything you want to bring up? No, not as far as news stories go. I don't think I do, really. Okay. Yeah, there wasn't a huge amount of news, I would say. I mean, nothing that was, like, earth-shattering or anything like that. I mean, matter of fact, what was it, last week we covered almost, like, three or four weeks' worth of news, I think. And we managed to do it in the time period. So, Sure. So, we talked about this pre-show, and we you were mentioning an article you found on Mickey Blog, mm-hmm. where they were talking about the top 10 <laughs> restaurants on the monorail loop, which, to me, that's seems like a little too much to for a list. <laughs> I think I mean, they were basically they were basically trying to rank them all, but they only left like three off because they were... <laughs> yeah. Being refurbished, pretty much. So I guess they were just taking everything they knew and ranked them. So just ranking every restaurant. Right, right. Which I think we'll here. What we're going to discuss here is something a little more exclusive. I think. Right. Yeah. Probably our favorites, or maybe come up with maybe between the two of us, we can. I don't know if we can agree on everything, but probably not. But are we going to do a mixture of table service and counter service? Right. Yeah. Quick service, table service. Yeah, I would say so. And we're also going to throw in the Skyliner and do Skyliner. So, uh, so are we going to do these separate or are we going to do between the, the two of them, we're going to pick five? Let's do this separate and then okay. come up with top five overall. <laughs> I feel like we have time for that. Uh, that's a good possibility. All right. So are we going to, let's do top five instead of 10 because I just feel like that's 10 is way too much for any list. So. Yeah, especially when you're going to narrow it down to top. I mean, you're just including everything. You're just ranking everything, right? So I'll put it this way. Yeah, I did not agree with, I don't think, any of the ranking they did. So let's do a show one time where we rank absolutely every single eatery on property. All right, starting let's, at number 279. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> coming in at an abysmal 279. I don't know. How, I don't know. I mean, what would be the worst one on property? Tony's. No, I don't know. Like Tony's the is... Work- I feel like the absolute like worst like overall it would have to be a counter service and not a table service. 
The so lunching with, pad. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I would go with like the lunching pad. <laughs> Probably. That's near the bottom of the barrel there. That's yeah. for sure. Or it has been at some time. Maybe I should go over there and give it a shot and just make sure that it's the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's what we do if you're locals. Is exactly. That sort of stuff. Places. So anyway, okay. Top five. Let's do monorail first. Monorail loop. So really we're talking poly, Grand Floridian, and contemporary are three Three of the best resorts out there anyway. For restaurants, too. Three of the best for food, say if, I would say. If they wanted to throw it in and call it Magic Kingdom Resorts, that would include uh, Wilderness Lodge as well, right? right. Well, at least said monorail, so. Yeah. We'll do monorail and Skyliner. That's what we're doing this time. Right, this so time. What would your number five be as far as, what would you say? Hmm. Hmm. As far as Magic Kingdom Resorts. So between Contemporary... Grand Floridian. You know, really, I haven't really eaten of our Grand Floridian. I haven't done all of them, but what uh, Narcoosis is currently closed, right? So we're going to exclude anything that's not open. I guess so. We could. I mean, I don't know. We don't we've eaten there before, though. Most of this stuff, we're not doing it recently anyway because we haven't done it recently. I haven't done Victorian Alberts, so I'm not going to rank that one either. Right. I'm going to I have to. I have to go among the ones that I've actually done. Yeah, exactly. So this is our list of things we've done. Well, you go ahead. I'm going to probably put Ohana at number five, I would say. Really? You're going to put it at the bottom? Hmm. Well, it's still top five. I mean. Yeah. But the reason is, I mean, breakfast is outstanding. Dinner was subpar. It's too much food unless you're going with, you know, somebody who can really eat. And, you know, when you have kids, they're not going to eat that much. Food is still decent, but I just can't eat that much meat. <laughs> I think that's the problem. Well, there you go. It is a lot of meat. You, you know. go for the sides and the, you know, appetizer and the dessert. My last experience there, the dinner was okay. It wasn't amazing. So, but it's still good. Yeah. Number five. I'm going to go... With a surprising number five, I guess, in this one, just because I'm going on the principle of I don't like the changes they made, and I'm going to put California Grill at number five. Right. I don't like the fact that you're forcing me right. to take a menu Prefix. when you had a great menu before, and I could do it a la carte. I could order what I wanted, and now you're making me do a prefee. Prefix. Yep. I don't know why I always want to say prefee. Prefix. Money. That's why. I think I'm doing the French version, right? Prefi. Yeah. Anyway. It's a big decision, clearly. Yeah. I'm dropping it there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did that. Forcing you to pay more. I can see that. I mean, I get it. We've all talked about we don't like it. We haven't been since they did this because... Right. It's, because it's, deter it. it's deterred me from going there. Yep. <laughs> yep. But so. they knew they would sell out every night and even still because yeah, people... Probably mostly to people with no kids. They're but, yeah. making more money than they ever have by doing this. So They basically singled out kids, people with kids, as though it was their objective, kind of. I guess. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe they needed to, yeah. Good point. All right, number yeah. four. Hmm. I'm going to go, I'm, gonna, I'm staying with Polynesia. I'm going to go with Kona as number four for me. Okay. That's probably your number one, but <laughs> don't I well, I don't think I'm going to put it number one, I don't think. but I'm going there, yeah. Kona... I'm just curious as to what they're going to do with the... Because it's technically closed right now, right? So. Wait, is, oh, they closed it for... Yeah, uh, three days ago, oh. actually. Oh, man. So that was a new story I missed. <laughs> yeah. 
Are they refurbing? Already cl- it was August 15th. That, yeah, they're refurbing it. I guess they're refurbing the menu, too, then, possibly. Do I need Who to knows? take it off my list, then? I can take it off. Yeah, you did say you're not going to count the ones that were closed, didn't you? You're going to count them right now? Captain Cook's, then. To slash, keep it current? Captain Cook's slash the Trader Sam's Tiki Terrace. <laughs> That's my comment. That's going to be number four? <laughs> That's number four, then, yeah. Okay. I'm going to take a page of your book, and I'm going to put Ohana at number four. And my reasoning is not so much the quality wasn't bad. I mean, the experience wasn't bad. The What I got for the price was what I thought was bad. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I got tons of food, but you charged me a ton for it. And it's more than I could possibly eat. So there's really, it's kind of, it's kind of a lose-lose. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's more than I really need to eat, for starters. It's not likely I'm going to do Ohana dinner, at least, anyway, anytime soon. For those reasons, the breakfast was a good experience, and it's right. great. I mean, it was a you know it was breakfast food except for the rolls or whatever it was they have over there. The bread, the bread service there, of course, is really yeah. good. But the quality of what I got, you know, as far as the regular breakfast stuff, was just so good that day. So, yeah. uh, this is harder to rank than I thought. So I, I decided I'm going to put Steakhouse Seventy One at number three. Ah. The reason it's not slightly higher is last two times I've been there, it's been breakfast. But then the dinner I had was just okay. And then I Mm -hmm. I talked about this. I had a weird server that night. Very strange. But the food's good, but I don't know. I don't know. The breakfast is fine, but it's nothing that's like, other than the bacon and eggs Mm -hmm. appetizer, nothing is like... (gasps) You know, wowed me there. Right. But I love the decor. I love, you know, the theme of the restaurant and everything. It's great, but that's why I didn't rank it slightly higher. Okay. Understandable. Three. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those that um, it uh, it came out of the gate strong, I guess. It's like a lot of people. But then it was not long after that people were just like, you know, this is good, but it's not like out of this world. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm not going to go there just yet. I mean, it is on my list, but I'm going to go with Captain Cook's. Yeah, it is good. Probably my favorite quick service on the monorail loop. Yeah, it's um, my go-to. It's one that's been there for quite a while, and it still holds up. It's one of the best. Um, yeah. I can't think of a specific item right now. I know you I have can. one, the wings, <laughs> isn't it? No, pulled pork nachos. Oh, that's right, the nachos. I'm sorry. The pulled pork, pork nachos, nachos, man. I get them every single time. Yeah, I'm going to have to try those the next time I'm over there since yeah. you've been so uh, vocal about them. It's a huge portion, too. Yeah. That's the other thing. Of course, it's one of the places where I guess right now it'll probably be, this will probably be a more popular item right now with Kona being closed to get the yeah. Tonga Toast there. <laughs> oh, so yeah, they'll probably be point. selling a lot more of those uh, probably. for the time being. Even though last time I checked their version, you don't get the strawberry compote. Oh, I see. Hmm. Unless they change something. I've never ordered from Captain Cook, so... I've did once, but it was a long time ago when I did that, so maybe they've added the strawberry compote since then, but I haven't ordered from there in a long time. All right. right. Number two, then, for me is going to be Citricos. I picked it because I know Jason, if he was on here, would be like, he hated Citricos or he didn't like it, but every time I've gone, I've had a good experience there, and I've liked it, and I... I love the area that it's in. Of course, it's right next to Victorian Alberts, but the view is nice from there, out of the resort. So Grand Floridian, main building, it's a nice 
area. I've always had good service there. I've had good food. So that's why I kind of ranked it slightly higher than Steakhouse 71 because to me the the food at Central Coast, for me anyway, has been mm-hmm. slightly better than Steakhouse 71. So that's why I'm putting it there. Okay. Again, I haven't really done Grand. I don't know why. I just haven't. So I'm not going to pick any Grand Floridian restaurants right now. Yeah. I will have to try them in the future. That's going to be one of the ones I'm going to have to put down is giving it a, giving it a shot. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got, it's good. It's worth it's worth checking out. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with good. my number two. My number two. I think I'm going to go with... Gosh, this is getting tougher. Because I just realized I don't know what I'm going to put as number one that I've named all these other things. I know what I would normally put as number one. Right. Hmm. I've just, I've kind of backed myself into a corner now. Yeah, see, that's why I had to stop and think for a second. But I've, I figured it out. I don't know what I would put as my number one if I put the, I'm going to go ahead and put Steakhouse as number two. Yeah. Just because I had good experience there, but I've kind of painted myself in a corner with the ones I've already put down. I feel like normally you would have put Kona, but since Kona's yeah, closed currently. Yeah, I mean, since it's closed, I'm like, no, but that was going to be my obvious number one, but I'm like, I've already picked Ohana, I've already picked Captain Cook's. I'm right. definitely not going to put Contempo Cafe number one. Well, we'll go ahead and give you Kona. That's the only one I could say, even though it's closed. Kona is one of the few places that I can honestly say I've had the breakfast. Is, I usually go there for There's always consistently good. The lunch is consistently good, and the dinner's consistently good. So, yeah. I mean, all three. Yeah. So. I like it, too. It's been a while since I've eaten there. Last time yeah. it was dinner, it was probably... So I really hope they're not changing much menu-wise. <laughs> For me, I'm still going with California Grill, even though in its current state. It's not because of the food that I'm not going there, though. The food has always been my favorite. Right. The drinks are great there. As you've you've said, too, you love that old-fashioned thing. Yeah, the old-fashioned there is good. Well, I like anything that's old-fashioned. Right, but that one is a particularly good one as well, and... Yeah, best sushi I've had. I think James agreed with that as well. And their flatbreads are amazing. The steak is amazing. I've not had anything at California Grill that I was like, ooh, I didn't really enjoy that. I'm trying to remember what it was I had last. I'm sure it was fish related, but I can't remember what it was now. Salmon or something? I usually go. I really can't remember. I have to go back and look. I have pictures of it, but I can't remember what I had last. Oh, by the way, I'm look. I looked up the it's the Tonga toast that. Captain Cook's does not mention anything about the strawberry, strawberry compote. Yeah. yeah, doesn't mention. It. Yeah, but anyway, I, I feel so like I that's like the the portion. I think is slightly smaller, and they don't put the strawberry compote. Yeah, they still do sausage or bacon, whichever you prefer. Yeah, and I mentioned. Uh, I think James and I were on when we said this that the second they dropped the prefix menu thing at California Grill, we're going to be right back there. Assuming they do. Yeah. I think they will. I mean they have they have to do that, right? At some point. This is they have to drop that. But Well it's making it more profitable, but so do they? I mean, you know what they're gonna do though, is they're gonna jack the prices up on everything else. So that's probably what they'll do. But anyway, I will still go back. See Disney's so far ahead of inflation that when everything else is being inflated, they can just keep their stuff the same and they still look pretty good mm. for the most part. I mean, the only thing I think that went up significantly in their most recent pricing changes was like side items. Right. Which they did that 
to punish the people who were just buying sides because the sides were because particular certain sides were pretty good portion right and they were using they're eating them as meals so they're just punishing those folks which is not surprising at all yeah indeed all right so we got a few more minutes let's do the skyliner resort so here's the rule we have to establish what are we going to consider anything on the boardwalk as well because technically you have the epcot stop there that would be interesting you've got you know pop century you've got a lot more choices really you got i guess technically the epcot resorts are on the skyliner yeah now we're not going to talk park right we're not going to stay in the park we're going to stay out of parks because the station is outside the park yeah so we're talking boardwalk area which would include i guess swan dolphin right so you've got i guess it could and uh, i've never been there though haven't either. I think didn't Jason do that one? Anyway, I, think I think he did. did. I think he did Shoeless. Well, Shoeless has another location, right? Not in Disney. Right. I think they do. Yeah. So yeah, we've got lots of choices, and then we've got, of course, Riviera. You've got Caribbean Beach. You've got Pop and Art of Animation Food Court. So tough. I'm just gonna go, you know, wing it here. I'm gonna say Primo Piatto. Ah, yes. So As that's going to be my number five because it is an excellent quick service. Hmm. Okay, so that's going to be my number five. <laughs> okay. That's, sorry, slash bar Rita. Oh, just kidding. I'm going to say, are we including the bars? I mean, you can get food there. Well, I don't know. This makes it so much more complicated. <laughs> yeah, we didn't just do that go. with the other side. Yeah. So we're not going to include the bars. So we yeah, can't, I can't include, I can't include... Banana Cabana? Yeah, I can't include Banana Cabana. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I think I'm going to be inclined to agree just because it's quick service, but it's excellent quick service as Primo Piata. I'm going to agree with you. That's amazing. I had a really good breakfast there, especially whenever we stayed at Caribbean Beach and we ate breakfast there one morning. Because we were were in um, Aruba, so it was actually closer to go to their quick service. (laughs) Than it was to go to Caribbean beaches. Or is it, well, actually, I think the walk was about the same, but it was equal distance, we'll put it that way, to Caribbean beaches quick service as it was to Riviera's quick service. So, Okay, I'm looking. I think my number four is going to end up being Sebastian's. Really? It has reopened. They're doing a prefix menu, it looks like, currently, but guess guess what the price is? <laughs> Nah, $30 for kids? No. For dinner, 29 bucks for an adult. Oh, that's good then. And 17 for kids. That's actually a good price. Yeah. I <laughs> So I would still do that one. Yeah, that's why I was thinking that. I'm like, okay. That's I, was still, I was still engaged in that prefix menu. <laughs> yeah. But that's where you're going with, right? Yeah, that's I'm going to go with four. that one. Number four on the Skyliner. I guess... I am going to have to go with, so all the Epcot resorts count, like you said, right? Yeah, tough choice. Yeah, it's tough choices. There's so many good ones. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just guessing. I'm trying to remember the ones. Okay, I'm going to have to go with this one because it's technically another quick service, but it's really good and a favorite for a long time. I'm going to have to go with Beaches and Cream. Yeah, I thought that would be on your... With because if you want a classic like greasy burger, 
<laughs> you can get that there. And my go-to on the dessert menu there always is the No Way Jose. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm thinking? I just realized I would probably have put Alien Compass lower on my list. I feel like I have to redo my list again. Lower than Primo, Prima Piata? <laughs> Yeah, I think premium piano is better. I'd probably say, let's let me put Alien Compass at five. You keep reworking your list. <laughs> Sebastian's at four still. Okay. And Primo Piano at, at three. Three. Yes, oh. it's that good. Okay. There we go. That's my very interesting so far. Okay. So Alien Compass is going to be because I had forgotten about it. Alien Compass five. I haven't been to Alien Compass since they redid it. Whenever I was there, I breakfast there and it was still captain's grill i think it was yeah and it was okay gosh one that i haven't had in a while was Gottsman. i want to go back there it was yeah. good when i had it it was very good once upon a time uh, people would have a debate between yachtsman versus la Cellier as far as which steakhouse was the best on property in their opinion yeah. and those were the two that people went back and forth on they didn't even include shula's in that conversation i don't know if most of those people had just not been there so i don't know Right. Yeah, good point. Not a lot of people talk about it anymore, though. I feel like Yachtsman no, doesn't get a lot of damage. No, it doesn't. It could be the price point, though, but it is expensive. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. More expensive than La Cellier. So, yeah. So, number three, I guess I'm going to have to go with... This is just strictly out of ones I've done. Mm-hmm. What's the one over at Beach Club? I'm trying to remember now. The, the buffet. Cape May? Cape May, yes. Mm. I'm going to have to go with Cape May. Number three. I yeah. couldn't think of Kate May to save my life. You know, I'm going to say Trattoria <laughs> Aliforno, but I probably would <laughs> I probably would put Primo Piatto at number two, actually, and this one at number three. Trattoria. Sorry, whatever. Trattoria Aliforno. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever. Trattoria Aliforno will be number three. And then Primo, Primo Piano is going to be number two for you? Yeah, I keep moving So basically, let's just say Riviera is on top for you, period, is what it sounds like. Yeah, because we all know what number one is going to be. Well, I think it's going to be the same for both of us. So number two for me is actually going to be Trattoria Al Forno is the one I was going to go with. I've had good experiences there both times that I've been there. So right. I'm going to go with that. So we all know, we agree, Topolino's is going to be number one. Topolino's right? is the best experience I can think of on the Skyliner. Skyliner. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so com- now that I've rearranged my list a hundred times, um, yeah, and Tabellino's tough to get right now too. Yeah, for breakfast or dinner, tough to get for anything. See, it's one of the better character experiences on property currently. I mean, even though they've changed it, it's starting to get better again. The character experiences are. I know when I ate dinner there, one of the best servers ever was there. Gosh, now I can't think of his name, but he was incredible. One of the best servers I've ever had anywhere. Very memorable, but I can't remember his name <laughs> for some reason. Right, but right. anyway, but he was excellent. And comparing Skyliner to Monorail, there's obviously way more choices on the Skyliner. But what would you say is... Between the two, which one's the best overall? Yeah. I got to say, between the mon- the monorail resorts have some of the best food you're going to get. Yes, if you're going to do one versus the other quality-wise, the monorail resort's going to win. I don't know, but I mean, you got so many different options on the Skyliner, so well, it's hard do. to say. But if I said, like, the 
overall, the number of restaurants with good quality is higher over on Monorail. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, overall and much closer together. Like you can get to them. Are you talking about picking one place between the two though? Like, or like, like the top choice from Monorail versus the top choice from Skyliner? Which one wins? Yeah. What would it be? Which I think our top choice from each was different. We agreed Topolino's, but I said California Grill, the caveat being, you know, the, the price issue. Well, I would say the experience that I had at California Grill last, before they changed it, yeah, would have beat my experience at Topolino's. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I think California Grill's still better. Yeah. Than but, Topolino's. I mean, again, I'm just biased, but Kona is my go-to, so... So there you have it, the top three of all. <laughs> of all Kona. those. California Grill and Topolino's. California Grill and Topolino's. I could go with that. I mean, I mean, I'll get, you can't go wrong with any of those three choices, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I would be happy any three of those restaurants. I mean, California Grill right now, like I said, I would not pay for what they're asking me to do. Well, but yeah, it's, I think it's, what, $79 per adult, I think. Yeah, I'm just saying... Yeah, what they currently the setup they currently have deters me from wanting to go there. Otherwise, I would be, and it's more available uh, than it's ever been too. That's true. It I used to be more it. hard to get. I have seen it come up more, which yeah, I think it speaks volumes as to how people feel about that. <laughs> so yeah, let me see the current. Yeah, it's oh, actually, it's eighty nine per adult and thirty nine for kids. People are thinking I can get better from my. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's high quality food, it's great food. But there's a there's a point yeah. where you think that, where you say this is not worth this, right? People who have money, like there's certain people, certain vloggers. <laughs> okay. The price point that they're getting, yeah, they don't. If it's good quality food, they'll say it is because it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't hurt them as much. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say that. So for me, if it was just me and my wife, I would probably still do this menu but when you throw the kids in the mix that's eighty dollars for the two of our kids for food they're not going to eat before we could just order them a 25 dollar flatbread you know and they would they would eat it and be fine that's all they needed they're kids they're not going to eat forty dollars worth of food no matter where they're at right precisely and so, to me, that's the waste. If it was just the two of us, eighty nine, we could probably manage with that and get our feel like we're getting a value out of it. Yeah, because you still get an appetizer, dessert, and entree at that price. So, I'd feel okay at that price for just two adults. But, and I kind of got to say this: I feel like the way when I've been recently, for most meals on property, yeah. the price point versus after you eat it, you're thinking, was this really a however much you know, money you spent meal. I, I find myself asking that. And then I say, I compare it to some of the quick services I've done. And again, I'm not comparing the quality of the two, but I was like, as far as what I got for my money, I mean, Disney quick service is not, I mean, it's not fast food. It's good quality food uh, in most cases. So I don't feel like I'm getting really my money's worth at a lot of table service lately. I mean, I just don't. Well, the thing that gives me hope about California Grill's prefix menu is the fact that it specifically says 50th anniversary celebration menu. Mm-hmm. So, I, Because I, when it we, comes down to it, yeah. it's still food. It's still your fuel. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. You know, what, you get where I'm saying this? It's still just fuel for your body <laughs> when, it's all, I mean, when it's all said and done. 
to borrow a it's quote, though. Still going to come out later. <laughs> Go ahead. If you're st- if you're stressed, it's fine dining. I suggest. That's true. So, so you're right. After a long day of having to deal with Disney Genie Plus and <laughs> the crowds and everything, have some fine dining. Maybe that's the thinking. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's what it is. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up there. We will end it there. This discussion. I think it was a good one. So where on the internet are we now? Where can we be found? Well, I mean, we have our social media accounts. We have uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store with uh, our exclusive TWTM merchandise. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. And we do have a youtube channel that you can check out we have a few videos up there i think the last ones was the expedition everest and the guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind videos so go check those out and if you want help planning your next disney vacation you can use our travel agent friend her name is jill dilbeck her email address is jilldilbeck at gmail.com and you can also go to our website find links to her and all of our media outlets that is travelingwithamouse.com and if you'd like to email us you can do that at what is it TWT podcast what is it podcast at travelingwithamouse.com I can't believe I forgot that so for John my name is Adam this is Traveling With The Mouse and we shall see you on our next trip Uh, you had uh, a one, t- a couple, a couple too many John Daly's yourself. It sounded like uh, mm. you should forget that. <laughs> uh, forget our email address. I always forget something. At least you remember your name. You remember who you are. <laughs> remember who you are. Right. Dun, 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 Join dun, me, <laughs> and together we can rule the universe. <laughs> right. Okay. But that was the best. One of the best parts of. Happily Ever After, by the way. Remember who you are. Okay, just add that to Enchantment. What else do you want to add to Enchantment that's from there? And uh, the song like is better. The overall, they're not. Happily Ever After, better song. Oh, well, okay, excuse me. You mean the main song. I thought you meant like the ones that were uh, featured from, no. from the movies.